I guess I would have to hit the fucking go live button first. Motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> uh, wouldn't be a show without BD uh, not screwing it up, would it? <laughs> How's everybody doing? Welcome to Black Dragon Biker TV. Well, I was going to say biker news that you can trust, but I guess those <laughs> not doing that anymore. Everybody, it's good to have you all on. This is Black Dragon, Black Dragon Biker TV, and this is our Sunday night roundtable. We've got Shaggy, one percenter from the Invaders MC. We got Wild on Twos from Wild on Twos uh, YouTube channel, Wild on Twos. We've got Big Bone One Percenter from the Mighty Outcast Motorcycle Club Nation. We've got Insane Throttle Hollywood, James Masakari from the uh, Insane Throttle Biker News Network. And we also have a guest, uh, Pac, from uh, president of the, uh, um, uh, oh shit, of the Ice Code Riders in uh, Minot, North Dakota. Hope I said that right. Hey, everybody, take your mics yeah. off and. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. I dress for the occasion. Can uh, I don't hear nobody. Somebody. Apparently your balls are. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right they are. Hear you guys speak up. They all match. Let's see. Are we going to have? Please tell me we're not. We also have, got Dib in the wind in here, man. In the chat room, man. Dibber, okay? jump right on. Is Dibber in the wind? I'm a night owl, says Dibber. I'm a night owl. Florence. Hey, Dibber, welcome to the show. You know, Dibber is uh, the reason I ever even did any of this. I'm, I'm just always so thankful. To me, it's like having a movie star on the show He's every time Dibber comes on. So, listen, uh, tonight's uh, show is interesting. Um, so, you know, I'll give a segue in and uh, we'll move from the segue into uh, you guys' opinions. But uh, first, I want to make sure to plug everybody. Insane Throttle, uh, Biker News. Uh, Hollywood, tell them where they can get you and tell them about your radio show. Uh, you guys can get me uh, on YouTube, as uh, of course. You can also get me on WMMRDB. Uh, that is, uh, you can get that on the Insane Throttle radio app in Google Play, Discord, or Insane Voltage. Outstanding. And we have uh, Wild on Twos. Wild, tell us where we can get you at. 
you can find me on Wild On Two's blog on YouTube. I usually post on Thursdays. I did post again today, so my days are random. I guess Sundays and Thursdays. Um, and Instagram, Wild On Two. So that's about it. I don't really promote too much. At least you shaved your balls for this. <laughs> Dad, this is important, man. You guys look. If everybody really? takes off the hat, we're almost all matching. <laughs> and I needed my balls to go with it. <laughs> too much information. His uh, his his information is scrolling on the bottom. We will move on. <laughs> Big ball, one percenter, man. Welcome. <laughs> What's going on, man? Thank you. Uh, nice to have you as a host on the show, man. Tell us a little bit right about on, you and uh, where we can get uh, your uh, your show. Right on. Well, I, Big Bone One Percenter, uh, right here in beautiful, the, the, the wonderful sunshine state of Florida. I'm a, uh, thank you, thank you. I'm uh, the chairman of the COC in, uh, in uh, Central, we say West Florida, but really it's Central Florida. And uh, along with that, um, really, we're doing a new show. Uh, we're coming out, I was doing, of course, uh, the, the Helen Wills Garage podcast with the, the segment being uh, on uh, the usual suspects, but we're going to a new show that's uh, I'm going to be doing my own little podcast thing. Uh, and the, it's a working title. It'll probably be Big Bone One Percenter or the Boneyard or something like that. But um, I'm going to let everybody know on here as soon as we as soon as we finish arguing about that stuff. Or uh, the but big other bone. than that, um, yeah, but look, you guys, uh, everybody can follow me at uh, it's Bone O-F-F-O on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, on freaking everything. If you want to shoot me an email. It's bone.outcast at gmail.com. But get at me. I love hearing from y'all. So a lot of folks hit me up with different things that they want to talk about, that they want us to speak about on the show or just some old, you know, biker information or how should I do this or what what should I do when that happens, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'm here for y'all. So that's well, what I got. We appreciate you, man. Shaggy, 1% from the Mighty Invaders Motorcycle Club Nation. Welcome, man. Hello. So uh, let me put your stuff on the bottom. Tell us about you and where we can get Shaggy's Corner from, Uncle Shaggy. Yeah, you can go to Shaggy Corner at MC Life on YouTube. Um, prepare to be amazed because uh, I absolutely am not going to do no fantastic fucking, you know, glitz and glamour. And it's going to be how it is, man. This lifestyle simple. Keep it free. Keep it real. Keep it on two wheels. And uh, if you need to have, be fluffed, you're coming to the wrong place. Uh, we we want to be fluffed, man. We gotta <laughs> say, Kevin needs a fluffer. We gotta that's say, congratulations. That's what not I'm worth. Did we, you hit three thousand? He hit three thousand. Yeah. Congratulations, man. That's the hey, quickest around. Check it out. That happened. That moment happened in three days. Say three again. days. It went from. It happened from three days. It went from fifteen something on Thursday, uh, and then Saturday I looked at it and it was over two thousand. And then a little while ago when I got home from the ride I was on, it was at three sixteen. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't know what any of that means. It sounds cool, but you know, uh, I took a week off of making videos. Uh, I was going to make one yesterday, but September eleventh is a pretty pretty tough day for me, and it, it, it's a happy day but a tough day, but. Uh, I just chose to take the weekend off, still get my final recuperation out from national. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough day for us all, especially uh, us veterans, brother. So, um, yeah. uh, that's an amazing feat, Shaggy. Man, we were doing numbers, uh, and you're the fastest growing man by the numbers. Yeah, you yeah, know. but you know, you fuck something up, you can be the fastest falling too. 
So yeah. you've gotten 2,700 subscribers in the last 30 days. I'm, I've pulled up your show statistics here. Yeah, on well, you, you got some good guys pu um, pushing you guys. I mean, pushing with you. I mean, that's, I mean, Hollywood and Black yeah. Dragon. I mean, that's what they do. And they, they did a great job. All the, a couple weeks, man. I mean, uh, everybody's showing everybody's show. Everybody's talking and everybody's going the same fucking direction for once. This has got to be an MC first, MC history thing, setting thing. Clubs, mentality, talking, same direction. Hell, even NCOC and Incommon could get this to happen. What we're doing here is special, so we need to keep plucking forward, and, and uh, things will be right as it should be. I agree. Oh, congratulations, man. We, we yeah. are very yeah. happy for you. And... Finally, our guest speaker tonight uh, on the board is Pac from the Ice Cold Riders out in Minot, North Dakota. Man, it's probably snowing up there right now, man. It's cold as hell. I already know, bro. <laughs> no, not yet. We just had a rain. Driving the rain yesterday, like a two-hour ride. We went down to Williston. The whole way was rain. Coming back 60 degrees with the wind chill was even colder. And today I'm in the house with a hoodie on trying to stay warm. <laughs> we got you should have been warm from yesterday. You still hey, cold from yesterday? <laughs> from yesterday, man. Me and the rain don't get it. Oh my it's goodness! Like it's coming to the end of our season right now, so we're trying to get all around. To uh, how, how long is your riding season? Oh shit! Uh, it, it could change. It could snow tomorrow, man. Honestly, but usually <laughs> we get to springtime. Once my my rule of thumb is. They have to street clean. When the strain time comes, you wait till they street clean two times, and it rains three times. So you're looking somewhere like March for me, and then from March, and then we have our first snow in October, but it already started cooling down, 66 degrees yesterday, and it rained all day. So it's a murder. Hey, look, guys, hey, big we got bone. 100 people watching. We got 100 people watching right now. That's really exciting. So uh, we're we're so happy to have all you guys. Uh, we uh, we uh, are looking at you guys make sure to if you've got questions hollywood's checking the questions i'm checking the questions uh we're live on black dragon biker tv we're live on black dragon biker on facebook black dragon biker tv on youtube and right after this you'll be able to get this podcast uh, uh on the dragon slayer motorcycle chaos also uh we'll have a call-in period for you guys if whoever might want to not a lot of people call in but if you want to call in uh um let's you know i'll have the phone number up dibber says riding season what's that our starts the first day of january and ends the last day of december uh you know <laughs> yeah that's the big bonus the one those guys they're those wrong. those are some wusses down there man they got 90 degrees every day out in, in, in oh, florida yeah. give me a break that's <laughs> what i know florida but you know what it is, we only ride in the summertime in Florida, but you know, we got four you know, four seasons of summer, 12 months of summer. Uh, there's like those two cold days where it drops down to like 60. But other than that, you know. Yeah, then you got the you got the snowbirds that come down, and that's what you gotta worry about. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get down to business. We've been in the show about uh, 11 minutes. So uh, those of you who mark that kind of thing, we're getting into the show at 11.06, uh, 11 minutes and six seconds in the show. And so here's the deal. Uh, I want to talk a little bit of, with you guys about the term out bad. And I, let me just give you a little uh, uh, history. So uh, a guy I've been dealing with, and I don't like to use club names and stuff like that. So I, I try to stay away from that. But I, since so many clubs go through the same things, I like to often talk about situations. 
and how those situations are dealt with. So uh, I've been dealing with a guy for about a year, a uh, real good guy, real cool cat. And uh, I met him through another guy and, uh, you know, two guys, both good friends of mine. So uh, recently, um, a, a guy called me up and uh, said, hey, you know, that guy is out bad with us. And the implication was that I should, you know, never mess with that guy again. And, it, you know, it brought up a lot of things in my mind because in my day where I come from, uh, in my MC world, out bad is a hell of a term. I don't know how it's done on the other side of the fence. I don't know how the one percenters do it. Uh, but where I come from, uh, I, I do know how y'all do it, but I, I, I'll let y'all speak on that. But where I come from, out bad meant you were a pedophile, a thief, a snitch, uh, a murderer. And in the early days, uh, you know, a drug dealer. We didn't even tolerate that. Um, these are the kind of things out bad meant. Out bad didn't mean two guys got pissed off or uh, uh, somebody didn't like somebody because they get more women or there was some sort of uh, uh, political rumble. Uh, two guys turn out, start out as best friends, and now that guy's a president and you're out bad. And I think a lot of this that's going on um, in these um, motorcycle clubs. Um, I think people are using out bad today uh, like recycled coffee grounds. And uh, it seems to me that people can get put out bad for, for damn near anything. Uh, and so, you know, as I did some digging deeper into the situation, um, because I'm now I'm at a, I'm, I'm at a loss. I've got somebody that is a dear friend and somebody else that's a dear friend. And uh, I'm thinking all this like, What's going on as I dig deeper, the, the thing the guy got put out bad for is not something that I would put somebody out bad for or my club or, or, or you know, so is, has this term gotten watered down? Is, is it is it this? Am, am I am I looking at this wrong? Um, am I am I to be am I am I does MC protocol force me to disassociate because um this guy that's been perfectly good with me is now perfectly good with you is not perfectly good with you anymore. I mean, what has out bad come to and what does it mean in today's MC society? Is it, is it overused? Is it abused? Uh, is it full of crap? I'm, I'm watching clubs take out bad members from other clubs these days, uh, as on both sides of the fence. So I'll open up, uh, uh that was my opening. So, uh, I'll give the floor to you great guys and let you guys all I'll speak. be happy to take this one first. <laughs> Everybody except Shaggy, though, because he doesn't. <laughs> I saw him doing the little. So last weekend when I'm getting these text messages in, I'm going. And that's why I said I don't claim to be an expert on anything, but I am an expert on this topic. And the reason I am is because this topic is something that was beat into all of us back in the day about being out bad. So let's back up a little bit here, right? So if you look back in the day and you talk to a lot of the old timers, they'll tell you, man, guys getting out of the club back then, that was unheard of. I mean, it took a significant thing just for them to have to step back away from the club or get away from the club or get out of the club, right? Clubs, club guys stuck together forever. Like. And then, you know, to get out bad, that was like, 
putting the lid on the coffin and nailing it shut. If you were put out bad back in the day, you did something that broke the code. You did something that broke something in the code in your club. You did something that went against your entire brotherhood. Okay, when you did those three things, it, it there could be a plethora of things that follow underneath three things. That was one, it was an unheard of thing. But two, the most important thing that happened back then that doesn't happen anymore. I've said that in meetings with other clubs about this because I hung out with this person or I hung out with that. These three things, and I'll drop that fucker like a hot potato. Well, I get your fucking business. Get it. Well, you know, that's chapter business, and we're not going to get into this. Back in the day, we're out bad. It was put out club wide, for one. It was put out through the club like wildfire. It, that's the fastest communication ever passed through the club that somebody was out bad. Two, it was put out to the community. And the reason why it was put out to the community was to keep that motherfucker from club jumping. He well, didn't go from this club to that club to this club to that club. That motherfucker might as well sell all of his bikes, sell all of his club gear, or I mean, uh, all of his biker stuff, all of his clothing, the whole nine yards, might as well cut his hair, shave his beard off, look like an everyday Joe Smo. He had better disappear from the scene because why? He was out bad. He did something so bad that the members, every member around his table, Every single member around his table put their paw in to kick him out back and thump like a, you know, he looked like some old beat up drum that you'd see, you know, rolling down the road that fell off the back of the truck. Uh, <laughs> and into, well, man, we don't like it because uh, he's talking with this club or we don't like it because he, he's been seen with these guys or we don't, don't like it. He just said something that pissed off because he challenged us on anything. That that's not how it works, but that's how it is today. I put out bad for your fingernails not being clipped right, or your 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 just some of the dumbest shit that I've heard. And I'm sure Big Bones heard some dumb shit. I don't like. I, I'm hearing now that you're part of some dumb shit. You know, <laughs> out bad is you did something so devastating to the MC community and to your motor club and you were fucking done, period. Yeah. Well said. Damn. That's it. <laughs> you know, I'll jump in there a little bit. Uh, it's kind of piggyback. And, and by the way, because the show can't be over yet. Keep going. <laughs> no, no, Shaggy, I'll tell you. Shaggy, you, you did, a, you hit the nail on several freaking heads. Uh, if that, I don't know if that's even a real, uh, Man, I'm a hammer. I've never seen a multi-headed nail, but okay. I've never seen a multi-headed nail. I just made that shit up. I made that up. But look, uh, the thing is this, is that as I think about this subject, I think about the fact that uh, there are those of us in our respective clubs and our respective um, sets, we have a response. Those of us that know better, do better. You know, that's the old expression that black folks say. When you know better, you do better. There are those of us that know better that it's literally our responsibility. I'm not saying if somebody's screwing up or, you know, if, if they're if they're just messing up left, right and sideways, they shouldn't be. That shouldn't be addressed. I'm not suggesting that. But like Shaggy said, I'm hearing and, you know, I deal with a lot of different clubs and some of the stuff that these guys are being put out bad for. It's laughable. It's absolutely laughable. 
And and now the flip side of the coin, some of the stuff that these that, that some of these guys do, and they stay in their club in in the good graces of their club, is freaking unbelievable. I heard an argument uh, not that long ago about a guy who got into it with a some guy's girl from another club and this that and the other thing, and then the girl got mad and so she said it was rape and da 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 da. And throughout all the argument that took place. Not one time did, was it ever suggested by either one of the clubs that, man, this guy ought to be put out bad. It, it wasn't even a thought. Um, you know, because, you know, if you want to look at it, uh, historically speaking, you know, MCs way back in the day were known for some hell raising and debauchery and all kinds of stuff. The thing is, though, it's like uh, some of y'all remember this. Once upon a time, if you did drugs, you were out. Then it turned into, well, if you do uh, intravenous drugs, if you take a needle, then you're out. I don't know that that applies anymore. And, uh, well, and actually, it, it does. On the white side, man, needles and doesn't, smoking the shit, yeah, that's, it, it's, it, that's uh, if you're caught, it's a thing. I mean, um, uh, to me, to each own, if I see a motherfucker with a needle, I'll break the motherfucker. That's how much I hate it. You know, that, yeah. uh, a fucking deal steal from his kid. If he's going to steal from his kids, he'll damn sure steal from his kids. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, fortunately, not getting all racial with it, but but honestly, on the black side, the, the whole uh, IV drug thing, that's that's not really a, it's not really a thing, but I've heard about it, and I've heard the, con and this is from way back in the day, whereas nowadays, you'd be surprised at the kind of shit that you hear uh, guys are doing actively, like on, a, on, the, on the regular, oh, that's just... That's just so-and-so. That's just what he does. Whereas once upon a time, oh, he would have been bounced out. Whereas the guys that are around, it's, it's amazing. You know it's what? Amazing. I, don't, yeah. I don't really uh, honor respect to all of y'all. I don't really know. We're like here up on a little island. You know what I mean? We got one percenters. We got one, one percenter here, but we have a lot of little clubs. And you see shit that'll make you lose your mind. On my point, <laughs> and what I try to do with our club is say, look, this is my bro. If my bro mess up, I'm not here just to kick him out. Sometimes you got to get some discipline, right? But if he get the discipline and the charges fit, he here because we're supposed to uplift each other. But if I got a motherfucker running around trying to sell methamphetamines or do drugs or something like that, that's our number one thing for us. You know, we ain't selling drugs. My, I got guys smoke weed like they was Bob Marty's cousin, but shit. <laughs> That's that's you know what I mean. That's cool. Smoke your weed, do that. But when you if you see the shit that people allow, it's a guy. Example, I seen a dude get socked up. A VP of a club get socked up. It's Sergeant Arms standing right there, and he's just still hanging around. He ain't in the club no more, but he's just hanging around. He can't come no near you. Would let him near you because you know what he about. But I think everybody has a different perspective, and you can't fuck your your brother's woman. If it's his wife, you can't do nothing. You can't steal from your bro, right? If your rules and regulations say uh, you can't do methamphetamines, you sell drugs. Those are your those are your major things. Everything else, brothers is gonna have issues, right? Gonna have issues. But if you break those for me, you and us, not just me, because we all agreed upon this, right? If you break those four codes, we got an issue. But then it comes to what about your side girl? What about your side girl, side girl? You know what I mean? Because 
as you guys know, because you've probably been in this longer than me, what's the what's the one thing that the, the things that always cause the issue? Women. Women, money, somebody jealous of this dude and his girl. Somebody went behind this dude's back and talked to his girl. But bro's going to do that. But if it's your wife, we got an issue. You don't steal from the club and whatever. They ain't bros if they're going to do that. If they're going to do that, they deserve to lose their fucking hey, teeth along with but, their past. But you know what? They're not going to talk to your wife because they ain't going to do that. But You'd be say surprised. No, I don't, I don't think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, but for yeah me, you'd be surprised. <laughs> really? Nothing surprises me now. Hey, and I can say really nothing surprises me, but it's like when I could come right, one of my, one of my bros is going through issues right now with his, with his wife. If she came to my house right now, my first thing would be, doop, 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 doop. hey, man, she over here. Another bro, his girl called me. I text him right away. Hey, your girl just texted me and said this because he never going to put me in the cross because what I figured out, what, what, what the biggest issues with us is and why people try to put people out is that the women is smart. They don't even like me. They want to do something to hurt my bro. And if I indulge, I'm stupid as fuck. Right. So those are the four big things for us that could call controversy. But we don't get down. We we 20 and 10. You know, what I mean, if you break the rule and you if we came to talk about it, we try to uplift each other. If that don't work, we discipline. And then if you ain't listening and you just doing it, we can't help you. And you think that's more important. You go do what you need to do. And if you are right, you can come on back home. But I don't think there's it's only been one time in the history of our club, 10 years, that we put somebody out. Motherfucker running around talking about he's selling selling pounds. And, you know, we can't do that. And he went to the ones. And that's that's our slang up here. We call the 1% of the ones. So no disrespect, but we just say the ones. He went to the ones. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, you can't be here, you know. But for other than that, I really don't know. I just don't try to. Our club is, we bros, we argue, we fight, but there's never been a time where I just was like, I got my secretary, this motherfucker, he make you lose your mind. He argued with me about, it's hot, it's cold, it's hot, it's cold, but I love him like a motherfucker, You're right? North Dakota, he, man, it's always he, cold. He, <laughs> no, but he keeps me on point, but I need that, but he can never do nothing as long as he don't break those four rules that make me say, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. you so let, I mean? let me challenge you with this, man. Um, uh, I know on the white side there are certain things that prospects have to be taught the, the minute it's like almost the minute they put that prospect you know patch on it or probate patch or whatever it is that uh, the club decides to use but um, they're taught the unwritten rules like these things you cannot do put it in your brain housing group right now no if ands buts about it period Put this in your brain housing group. You don't fuck your old uh, uh, brother's old lady, girlfriend, whatever. You don't steal from them. You don't cheat them. You don't, you know, do anything to to degrade their your brother. You don't backstab your brother. You know, it's called being your brother's keeper. They're taught that shit immediately, and I, I'm here to tell you right now: if you break that from that point on, and you're told, hey, these are the things that are our code. It's not written down. You don't need to write common sense shit down. But if you break these things right now, at any point from the, the minute you start specking to the minute you patch and you've been in the club forever, you're fucking gone. 
Like you're gone yesterday, and you're gone with you know looking like a, a damn lump. Yeah, up. I mean, and that and that's the thing, Shaggy. Right there, that's always been like what I've known. Don't sleep with anyone who's a lady. Don't steal from the club. Don't hurt someone from the club. The thing is that nowadays, if you have a spat with somebody and it's hearsay, see, I'm all about out bad, right? If you know for a fact that someone did what someone said, because there's actual like real proof that you can show when you're, if there's uh, there's supposed to be a system when someone's out bad, they're not supposed to find out a year later from, and then they're still friends with people from the club. And if you're all bad, everybody's supposed to be blackballing you. That's right. That's right. where it goes back. And, to then, and also, you're, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be told, and you're done. Yeah, and you're supposed to be told within 24 hours. Hey, you're all bad. Don't say shit about the club. Don't mention the club. Don't do this. Don't do that. Right. That's correct. You don't save that's it because you're having a pissing match with someone, and that's the thing is, if someone has a pissing, it could it could have been a misunderstanding. Someone didn't do anything that the person really thinks. It come out. It might have looked bad, but if everybody deserves their day in court in regards, when there's a vote. Hey, if there, no one ever witnessed anything, everybody's supposed to at least speak their, go around the table and say, hey, this is what happened, their side of the story. And there's steps that a club is supposed to have. It's supposed to have but a you trial. Don't wait. It's supposed to have a trial. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's... Uh, that, it, that's, that's number one. You're supposed to have a trial. Hey, um, but, but, but wait a minute. Number one, you're supposed to be brought up on charges. Again, given a certain amount of time to get your shit together... Then everybody, then you convene the trial. Then everybody got a chance to say what he got to say, and then everybody votes on it. Point of order, brother. You guys are order. so polite, man. <laughs> wow. That's no, that's, that's what it's. Man. That's what that's it's supposed to be, club. right? You don't get no fuck that's what it's supposed no to be. To, that's what the rules you, state. <laughs> you don't get no time to get your club lawyer. Hey, man. Hey, brother. I need you to come come to come defend me, man. Put on your best game. It's like fuck, man. I got to go into church and face my brothers. That that's your club <laughs> right there. Like, oh man, I hope they take a deeper topology. You know what? I I have a question for uh, Shaggy and Big Bone. I kind of got kicked in the balls. Learned something today. I'm not going to go into it, but it went against everything that I knew the clubs were about. Everything has it really changed that much? Where you'd piss in the wind wrong and get thrown out on bad. That's correct. From what I've seen, I mean, it's too many people to replace you, man. It just what it seems like back in the day, you know, uh, it seemed like leniency was uh, was higher because you had less of the gene pool to pull from. Whereas today, everybody and their brother wants to be in a motorcycle club. So you know, it. Maybe that's the wrong analogy to use, but that's kind of what I see, man. Oh, we can throw these guys out bad. We don't need them. Fuck, somebody else will come right in and replace them. It's about quantity, not quality. That's why I'm glad I'm here. I am where I am. I'm in the best motorcycle club on the planet. It's all about quality. Right. And if you come in and you you slip through the cracks and you become a, a, a you know a quantity type issue, you don't last very long. You get bounced out. Well, that's, that's just like uh, Ironhead brought up. A lot of guys that are being put out bad go to Leo clubs. And uh, where, I got, sure. where I got kicked sure. in the balls was where there's, a, you know, that'd be something tomorrow. But uh, where clubs are actually. how many times actually... I walk up to clubs and say, hey, man, I've never heard of you. Who are you? Who are you with? They'll, they'll look like a military club patch or whatever. 
no Leo, nothing on their fucking vest. Next thing I know, they're like, okay, oh, yeah, we're we're military. And and uh, so, okay, who'd you talk to? Well, we also got cops in the conversation, man. Turn around and walk away. Right. And we had lions. Well, that's where I got kind of thrown off where clubs are accepting cops. But uh, Big Bone, uh, same with you. I don't know the black set or the mixed race set whatsoever. Uh, I always defer to Black Dragon on questions like that. Is, are you seeing the same type of deal where clubs are throwing guys out for pissing in the wind wrong? Well, I'll tell you. Um, what I see um, amongst ordinarily um, in this part of the world, um, you don't see as much of that on the, to be real frank about it, you don't see as much of that on the black side. Um, but again, I, I interact with a lot of folks, so I so we do see it. Uh, now, one of the things is, and I think this has a lot to do with it, um, I know uh, a lot of the clubs on the black side are real adamant about making sure when that guy, on day one, when he says, hey, I'm thinking about being a pro or, or prospect or what have you, one of the first, even even as he's hanging around, the first conversations are, where'd you come from? Which, which clubs have you been with? How long were you with them? And if uh, their answer is they've been with five clubs in two years, that might be a problem. Now, and I'm not talking about a pro view. If they're a prospect, hey, you could prospect a, a million times if you want, because the prospect is just that. He's trying to figure it out just like that club is trying to figure him out. But if he's one of these club hopper so-and-sos, that, that raises a red flag. Now, if he's with a club, and I mean a, a real recognized club, and, and that's a whole, that's something else to differentiate. But uh, if he's with a club that's recognized on the set, even if it's not the set where you are, then a lot of times a phone call is going to happen. And uh, the phone call or you're going to reach out to somebody or somebody a lot of times will reach out to you going, hey, this, this guy's a scumbag. And here's why. And at that point, it's up to your club to identify, hey, is this something, If this, is this a real thing or is this, a, you know, Somebody didn't like the new Harley that he purchased or uh, his his wife is cuter than my girlfriend or any of this. kind. So if there's some BS, you can figure that out. Um, but the thing is, though, at least the process has to start. The process says if this guy, if someone is saying from his old club that he's out bad, well, you got to pump your brakes and you got to revisit that. You got to you got to it can't be about numbers. You hear some of these clubs are like, oh, I love these numbers. Oh, come on. Um, year, but oh, I, I, we want five more members in the next month or whatever. So we're just going to slap a patch on anybody. The clubs that do that consistently have problems. And um, again, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, when you know better, you do better. It, it's got to be about quality, not quantity. So this out bad business, it's an important conversation. It, it, it really is. But we, everybody here and everybody that's listening, if you're a part of a club, your mission should be quality, not quantity. You shouldn't be in such a rush to drag that guy into your thing that you're going to overlook the fact that, you know, he raped 10 women and did IV drugs this morning and, uh, and uh, robbed Fifth Third Bank uh, last Tuesday and hid the money in the back of the clubhouse, right? This ain't the guy that you want to have around. <laughs> oh, I got a question for you guys. Would you yeah, consider, depends on what you guys, that money. Would you guys consider this out bad? I have a question for you. Okay, so let's say we got a club. Uh, one of they a founding member was talking shit, right? He said, uh, 
I know, and this is just me, I'm gonna give you guys an example. I know Shaggy and uh Big Bone, they doing this, they doing that, they doing this. He's telling it to whoever will listen. You guys so dry stitching? Huh? He's no, dry yeah, stitching? He, yeah, he dry stitching like a motherfucker, but whoever listen, and next thing you know, you guys hear about it. You say, you know what? I don't like this shit. You go over to their clubhouse and you say, hey. This motherfucker better be gone. Are we finna whoop all y'all asses? Next thing you know, they call Dragon to try to peace 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 treaty. Dragon like, nah, he said it. If you keep letting him say it, you can don it. Next thing you know, he's gone. Is that out bad? Well, <laughs> first <laughs> off, I'm not coming to your club and saying, hey, you know, get rid of him or we're gonna thump him. Um, I'm gonna thump him. And then I'm going to come to you and say, hey, I thumped your boy because he's stupid. And if you want to get stupid, then we thump your club. Then if that don't work, you know, then um, we sit in a court of law and, and we round circle and kumbaya and do s'mores and shit like that. No, man, this is biker shit. First off, your dude's dry. Oh, you have me at s'mores. <laughs> come on. <laughs> first off. God damn it. I got excited. I was excited for a minute. Dry snitch and, and, and so far that it back to me or I, I, I don't know. That's kind of Rico. If I just, I'll speak for Shaggy. I'm bringing my axe handle. I'm bringing my something and everything. I'm uh, bringing the fork of I could be going to prison because I'm going to protect my name. And I'm going to protect my club because I'm going to tell you right now, those two are synonymous, synonymous with each other. I have to put our set of colors on for people to know who I'm with and who I am. And if your buddies out there, your brothers out there telling everybody I'm doing this, this, and this, and this, and you ain't stopped it, and they called me and said, hey, man, this is what happened. We took care of it, but hey, here's his name. Leave us out of it. We handled our end. Now, if it gets back to me before then, it's too late. You can. On the dudes, I appreciate you, my brother. So, Hit those like uh, buttons. Let me take it to the next question I have. Uh, so. What is our, as a club, what, what is our responsibility uh, these days dealing with folks that have, that someone tells us is out bad of their club? I mean, I've gotten to the point where it's like, I just almost don't give a damn. Like, I, it's just so BS uh, what I've been seeing. But, Ask um, the three questions, Black Dragon. What, what part the code? How he how he did the club wrong, and how he did his brothers wrong. If somewhere but, in there, but, he did something wrong. So if he's done something wrong to his club, you mm -hmm. have to honor that protocol, regardless of how close he is with you, right? That's what's so hard about this lifestyle. That's why I said in the beginning of what I said way back in the beginning of the show when I said, "Look, it was put out to the person was not bad to the entire club club scene." Is this dude's a fucking turd? He did this, this, you know, blah, blah, blah. This would happen. And like I said, he might as well sell all of his stuff and, and it be disassociated with the entire lifestyle because he broke our, our, our car is pretty universal. We all sit on here, you know, time and time a week. I've done videos, big bones done a video while on Tuesday, insane throttle, you black dragon about the things you don't do, brother, right? The things you don't do to your club. Things you don't do to your brotherhood. We talk about it all the time. 
And if we can't understand a, another club coming to us and saying, hey, this dude's not bad, and this is why he's out there, we go, man, that's righteous. You came to me. I'm going to uphold your out bad. And, you know, if that dude comes around here, he'll get, a, you know, an education of a lifetime. He's sitting on the fucking road. It doesn't matter how much I love that dude. Doesn't matter how much his kids I love, no matter how much his family, the whole nine yards. The dude is done. He, he's out. He's he's kibosh. He's done with the, the, the lifestyle. That's what's missing from this. You break the three things, you're out the fucking door. It's nationwide. Well, what if someone tells you those three things that you've asked, and you're like, bro, I I don't see how I would put somebody out bad for that. And, it, and it's really kind of weird because also, it, here's the deal, Shaggy. If we go by what I learned to be true MC protocol. It's none of your effing business why he got put out of my club. He's out bad. That's well, see, business. that's the difference between the white side and the black side. And the reason being, the white side is so adamant about it. It's not so much that it's club business. This dude is going to be the, this is the typical dude we're seeing right now. He is jumping from club to club to club to club. I can name a dozen dudes that have been in four or more 1% clubs. No. How? How? I, I didn't think that was even possible until until these days <laughs> today. Oh, yeah, this no, is, I, I, there, there's guys that have been multiple 1% clubs. You see them out there. They you, you, say that's that's, that's not a clear. You didn't see that in my in my day. I was, and I say my day, this is still my day, but when I was coming up in this, you know, I was always told, absolutely not. Once you go to the ones, you're in that one forever. And that part when you drop out of that one of the ones then you're off the bike set uh or you have something where maybe they might let you go down a level but you're not going to cross over they might let you go back to a family club but you ain't you you ain't crossing over and now now you're such and such one percenter now that didn't used to happen uh i see it a lot today yeah. So then think of it this way. So if, if a dude is your old lady, so to say, he gets thrown out of the club out bad. So he comes to me and says, well, you know, me and Black Dragon's old lady, he had a thing. And I go, ah, ain't no deal. You know, she's a hottie or whatever, you know. Uh, good on you, pat on the back. He's been hanging out with us. You know, you'd be like, no, man, that's, no, bullshit. that's not cool. That's bullshit. That's right. <laughs> that's bullshit. But that's part of that thing. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to draw that line which some of us have no problem drawing that line but it's hard for some of us to draw that line and go you know what that club said he was out bad and he was out bad for a very good reason well guess what man i have to uphold that because that club is going to be around a lot longer than that turd is and that turd could end up screwing one of us if we let him in we can't do that we got to quit you know recycling these people man if they're out bad, they're out bad, period. I don't give a fuck if they're out bad from a t-shirt club or if they're out bad from a 1% club. We all got the same values. You know, if one dude's going to fuck you over and I let him in my club, eventually he's going to fuck me over. Okay, That's got to be the mentality across the board. Well, I got but one. You know uh... it is? I got I one. I think people don't believe it, though. I think that's what it is. I'm sorry about that. No, right, go ahead. But I think people don't believe it, and I think they're so – they want to grow. They want members. They want to be big. So they'll take that risk. You know what I mean? Because I had, in my whole time here, I didn't have a dude call me up, hey, what about this dude? And I said, well, we didn't get put him out, but this is what he's about. And if he come over there, you're going to have to watch it. You know what I mean? 
and they steal the tape from because they they want to grow. They want to, and it's so funny because motherfuckers want to grow and and act like they like the movies, like the army or the marines. I'm sorry, the navy. <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> you had it right. Hey, he collected it right. Hey, but the coolest thing, they want to grow so good, and they don't, they wouldn't fucking uh, smash a fucking cotton ball. That's the crazy part about it. They they want to look, they want everybody want to look the beards and the, the the chains hanging down from their their pockets, like fifty of them. But when you get them all together, they don't do shit, and and they just want people. And I think that's where for us our problem is here is that ice cold riders. I hate this. I'm, I'm, I don't hate to say it. I think we the best thing smoking in the world because I love my club. And when I'm done with this, I couldn't be nothing else. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't have that mentality to say they want to go. They don't want to live up to the code that you put up, right? Because I'm, I'm from California. You can tell by my accent. All my dudes, your, your troops represent the leadership mentality, right? I'm not the biggest dude on the planet, but if we got to get down, we got to get down. And that's the code we live by, right? And if a person can't live by that code, they want to go somewhere else. And they get in there, and they just keep accepting them, <laughs> keep accepting them. And that's where the bullshit come. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of us, we need to say, you know what? Fuck that. You was a member over there. You wasn't prospecting. I don't want you over here. Come fucking up my shit. You know, go back to where you came from. If right. we put it in that terms. But it's just... Yeah, and it's all the way that people take things. Like, I'm with Shaggy in a way of, I like to know if those, those three or four things, I have like four things, uh, what a person would have done, but also due diligence of, is it a spat that someone's going around saying hearsay? Because the truth actually comes out once in a while, you know? You do a little just digging, and then it takes only a couple days, you're like, wait a minute. Technically, this guy wasn't out bad all year, and suddenly there's a little spat because someone got upset by what someone said. Um, so there, I believe that you, you should ask some questions because nowadays I see so many clubs or clubs that are growing that in the same club, there's people that are going to try to backstab one of their so-called brothers and start rumors or start a little coup. And then whose word do you really take if you start learning more about that club that you're listening to and their values? And then suddenly their values, you're like, okay, I, I hear your values. But when you actually look at what they do, you're like, they don't even follow their own values. So nowadays, I see a lot of clubs that they like they're out bad, and you're like, wait a minute, okay, cool, we'll listen to you. Let me let me research this. Okay, what kind of club are you? What do you do? Uh, then you start finding out that there's this little pissing match between the people, and the person that they're supposedly out bad was really could be a misunderstanding or something that someone was just getting scared or something to put them out bad, so then people look at them differently. Uh, well, so let let me jump in there. I I got to share this with you. And and you you kind of you're, you're right. One of the problems is is that our culture, this MC culture, has been it's been poisoned and it's been watered down. One of the first things I learned, I'm talking like week one. Uh, this certain this certain one percenter told me. He says, "Hey, he goes. One of the things you want to do, he goes, you know, you lie to me about your girl, I'll lie to you about my girl, but let's not lie to each other." If, if you're wearing that diamond, and this is before I had a diamond, if you're wearing that diamond, if you're wearing that patch, your your word is your bond. Mm. In particular, as it comes to when you're when it's time to sit down 
with some other club to work on whatever, talk on whatever. The thing is, you're supposed to be truthful. Uh, we're the reason we do what we do, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, we're better than a lot of other folks because of the fact that we're in a lifestyle where you're required to be better in a lot of ways. And one of those things means you're supposed to be truthful. The problem is, though, is that all those things you just said, well, this guy's mad about that girl, that guy's mad about money and this, that, and other thing. So when the subject comes up a year later, when this guy's looking at joining a club, oh, he's out bad. Why? Why? Well, the real reason is because I don't like him. But let me think of something else to say that might sound like it's good. But so here's what happens, though. So, and this is this is where the whole thing's got messed up. Once upon a time, like you were saying, Shaggy, if they say, hey, he's out bad, he's out bad. That's it. Or, or, or you know, that's that's always been the ideology. But who's really out bad anymore? You know, you, you don't even know because now, like, like we like we discovered here in this conversation, it's only that it's the, it's the only status now. Yeah. Now, I will tell you one thing, though. Uh, I kind of hit on this a little bit earlier. Um, if if whomever it is, if they're coming to your club because they want to be in your club, like I said before, uh, if they're a club hopping so and so, guess what? No, no need to apply. If it comes to pass that they are legit out bad and by legit out bad, that means if it's a legitimate recognized club if they say he's out he's out we don't there's not a whole hell of a lot we need to talk about from there but the other thing is you know, which we touched on earlier is you know are we doing the same shit that we're concerned with other folks doing how are you going to kick a guy out because you didn't like his gaiters that he wore last yeah. thursday at the nightclub <laughs> or something and you were jealous so let's get him out of here and now you're going to look funny at some other guy who's coming from someplace else. You, you're going to have questions as to whether or not this guy's really out bad or whether he was a guy that had another pair of gators that somebody else didn't like. Well, I got you know? uh, two questions for you, Big Bone. Two of them. Well, actually one, and then yeah. there's a question from uh, somebody on my page. You just said legitimate clubs. Yeah. What do you mean by that? <laughs> okay what i mean by that is is that uh i don't know about everywhere or, okay i do know about everywhere but in florida i'll tell you in florida every 20 minutes there's some club the abc riders the walmart bad boys and all of this kind of stuff every 20 minutes, there's a club that's popping up because they watch episode seven season three of sons of anarchy yeah, and damn it they want in and guess what? Just because they slap on a patch that their mom made, don't mean a damn. They're, they're, that's not a legit club. I don't reckon unless they go through all the stuff that everybody's supposed to go through in order to be a legitimate, recognized club on the set. Then I don't give a damn about them or whether they say their guys out bad or not. Well, maybe he forgot to give his uh, his coupon when they went to buy the material to make the patch. I don't know. That might put him out bad. Because if they're not a legit club, I don't care what they have to say. Very I'm just well saying said. I'm speaking for myself. But that's just the, that's just the way we get down. So as everybody with a patch on is not a legit club. Very uh, like, well and don't even get me started on that. That is on correct. The yeah, I, mean, I think you, you hit it there in a way of, um, I guess the other way to look at it, if you don't consider a club legit like you're talking about, in your examples and so most likely the people coming up are getting handed patches they're not being taught correctly they're not really t having anything tangible for someone to really guide them other than the people that are not you know 
like you said, yeah. probably popping up there. So they probably don't even know better or something, anything like that. Said, everybody's got to do their homework. And the way that the, the way that the set goes for those for those clubs or those folks that don't do their homework. This is better than college because somebody's going to teach you. If somebody, you, you you're going to learn. <laughs> you like like my boy say you gonna learn today. Uh, well, this situation goes to the one percenters on the panel. This was uh, Penguin, and he wanted to ask you guys. Uh, he says I was an officer in a club in a, my area. They've been around since the late 1960s, and a new probate was brought in after his club folded. Long story short, myself and another brother and this guy after he patched in. Go out to a bar, no colors. I tell them to have a drink. I feel uneasy because I see a hang around and patch holder of a rival club, and I say, Let's go. Get outside. There's eight rival members and three of us. Anyway, my guy gets his ass stomped by one member of the rival club. As I found out later, it was a personal matter between the two of them for my guy talking shit on the internet. There's the internet stuff. Anyway, church rolls around, and I'm out bad for what transpired that day because apparently I set this man up, and he wanted to know the opinion of the one percenters on the the panel. Yeah, that's that's too many moving parts, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little lost too. I'm like, yeah, that's uh, lost me about three sentences in. I, I, I can tell you this much: um, there's no such thing. If my brother's getting his ass kicked, there's no such thing as a personal issue. If he's getting his ass kicked and these guys are doing it, then um, if, if he's bleeding, I'm bleeding. If he's throwing, I'm throwing. Um, I don't want to hear nothing about this. Uh, this oh, well, no bullshit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> exist. Yeah. That's the problem. Okay, right there, just in that example, Big Bone, that, that's what I see as a big thing. These guys are like, well, I just sat there and watched my, buddy, my brother get his ass kicked. You did what? Uh, let me see your knuckles. I mean, they're, they're, boy, you didn't. Protect your brother. Um, goes back to a legit club. That part. Yep. Oh, we call them traditional MCs. Or yeah. traditional yeah. MCs. I mean, that, that's what we call them. Traditional we, we, MCs. We call them that too. <laughs> I was trying to make a point. I mean, the I PC know. world here. I mean, way to bring the PC into this black. Hey, but you know what we, we motherfucking do all this, and you're like. You know what, from a, <laughs> from a personal aspect, and I wanted to bring this up because I say it on my show all the time, and maybe you guys can correct me because uh, I catch a lot of shit over this all the time. I came in on an era where there was only a certain way of thinking, 1% clubs were there. They put in the work from the early days. And I get shit because I say, you know what, there's only, you know, some one percenter clubs I, you know, really recognize. Those are the ones from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. But now you got all these other clubs throwing on the diamond and it's like, well, wait a second here. These are the boys that have been around. They're the one that earned their stuff. They had to deal with the profile and they had to deal with the, uh, the night sticks on their head. And people get pissed because... I won't recognize clubs that started in the two fifteen or twenty fifteen as a one percenter club. So um, the way I look at that is clubs back in the day that you're referring to that you know those guys uh, did all the work back then and went through all the shit that, that they're 
went through to get where they're at now, that work didn't stop just because they got through it. That that work is every day, every member of that club. I know my club, you know, started in 65. Those guys, man, are heroes. Those guys are our brothers. Those right. guys are gods in our club. But we don't, just because they made it through that hard time and they made it through those tough decades, doesn't mean that work stops. We still, as members, being new members, we still have to carry on that torch. We still have to keep that work going. It, uh, and I, that's what defines a club, man. You know, these new members, they, they got to get out there and get their dirt done, man. They got to they gotta make their bones the way they make their bones. You just don't stop because those guys made it through the hard times, man. Uh, those guys are still breathing. Those guys are still judge, judging you how you do things, and they're still looking at you going, Man, is that dude my brother's keeper? Is that dude here for an image? You, you know, they don't want to see the dude that's there for an image. They want to see a dude that's out there fucking doing everything he can just to prove how every day he wants to be in that motorcycle club and be a part of that brotherhood. I'll say, uh, I'll throw this in there too. Uh, this is another thing in regard to those uh, 75 million clubs that slapped that jewelry on just because they thought they could. Um, again, that that's that's uh, uh, I I I feel like it's a geography kind of a thing because again I talk about Florida all the time because I'm here, but on the East Coast that's not something you see very prevalent at all. A club that came out in 2015, they they don't have no jewelry, right? Um, and if they do, man, they better be all that because they got to keep it. Um, but one of the things that we talk about uh, that comes up, not just uh, in my club, but other clubs we talk about is uh, if you're wearing that jewelry, just because you got it 10 years ago, 15 years ago, freaking 20 minutes ago, you got to keep earning it every day. You don't like uh, there's a number of clubs that uh, they just don't give that out. You earn it and you keep earning it and you keep earning it and you earn it some more. And um, but it's the same exact way. It's the same exact way with the patch that you got on your back, diamond or not. If you got a patch on your back that you worked hard to earn, man, keep it. And by keeping it, I don't mean keep somebody up off you from taking it. I mean, put in the work the same way. And I talk about this a lot, but the same way you were as a probing when you were busting your ass and running around doing this, that and the other thing, that mentality. Yeah, maybe you're not taking out all the trash all every night or something like that. Or maybe you ain't, um, you know, behind the bar or whatever. But you got to put it in every single day. You earn it every day you put that on. And even when you don't, you got to you got to mm -hmm. keep earning. Right. So why am I going to going back to this out bad stuff? If I know a guy would not or could not do right by the club that he was in. And he changed his mind with the blowing of the wind and like, hey, I'm ready for a new club. Now, wait a minute. I got to have a much better understanding before I let you into this thing that I love so good. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you guys, I appreciate what you said, but I got a, one small correction. My club's actually best club in the world. <laughs> Just so you know. I forgot to tell you earlier. I was going to say. Well, I, you know what? Maybe I beg to differ. <laughs> Maybe I might be biased, but uh, the Vietnam Air guys uh, were really something special in MC history. And those clubs with the nightsticks and stuff, they, you, that's one of the reasons why clubhouses came about, because they didn't want to go to the bar and get their head knocked in. 
Uh, but when you see other 1% clubs, I call them New Jacks, starting to take out out bad members from other 1% clubs, it kind of makes you tilt your head and go, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I think I think a lot of I think what's going on too with um, the MC set in general regarding even if you call it club hop hopping, what's pushing people club hopping is a lot of these newer clubs like you're talking about. Some people get into these clubs and then they find out, wait a minute, this is not what I this is not a real traditional club. This is more what they may consider a pop up club, or they they feel they got bamboozled, and that's only because they got rushed through the process, handed patches, and didn't really earn the patch, right? If I get uh, nailed a patch and I put it on and, um, you know, what what did I go through to get that patch for me not to just jump shit um, at the end of the day? And you get all these guys that it's easy. If you get anything, anything that you get handed to you, you're not going to respect it enough and appreciate enough to stay in there and fight for it. If someone just gives me a trophy, I'm like, I didn't even deserve this. I can just move on to the next thing because I didn't feel... Just like anything, anyone that succeeded in anything that they wanted to do, they put hard, sweat, blood, tears in. You're gonna freaking feel so much, so prideful of that patch. Those are the real ones that will die for that patch. So many people say, "I die for this patch." No, you fucking won't. You how many people drop their? I mean, I, oh my god, I I ran up on some. I can't say that. Um, but there's people that that will drop their cut so fucking quick. So here's the problem, dude, and it's very simple. We're always start out as the outsider looking in, right? Man, those, those are cool. I'm going to go hang out with them. So you go hang out for a little while. And that hangaround period, it turns into weeks, and it turns into months, and then next thing you know, somebody's noticing, hey, man, this dude just won't go away. Maybe maybe there's something there. So then they start to they get somebody who wants to sponsor them. And then you go through that prospect phase. And you're prospecting. And prospecting seems like it takes forever, and then you know, you're know you past forever, and it seems like prospecting. Man, can I go back to that? That was a lot more easier, right? Well, the thing is, is if you don't know if you're in the right place by the time you're done prospecting, then you're still patch jumping. Or, well, I, I, I've patched out and I've I seen all this shit that's going on, this, that, and the other. You see all that shit when you're a prospect. Hmm. And anybody who says they don't, they're full of shit. You see every fucking thing that goes on when you're a prospect. You just can't say nothing about it. That's real. Because <laughs> you hey, don't have I a voice. A Hey, let me ask y'all a question. And uh, think about this. For those of us that know one of them guys who uh, who was, you know, out bad because he sucked and uh, he was just all of the things that you get out bad for and you see him get picked up somewhere else. Has anybody ever seen that guy just do great with that new club? And like, he's that guy that everybody just loves. I can tell you, Every single time that I've seen that, the club that he goes to, every single time, they, they end up being either that club is a joke or that chapter is a joke. Sometimes it's a chapter, not even a whole club. I've seen it so many times, whereas they got 15, 20 guys, and they got them all in the past four months, and they're the biggest joke in the whole entire county or the whole entire state, and it happens. So, I mean, that's, that's my experience. I don't want to fill in the blanks for you but what do y'all think about that i've seen it twice and one the, one of two things happened they either become billy badass because they got their new big club behind them right like they're pushing mm -hmm. everybody around they're only for a minute and then 
<laughs> number two is they tuck tail and run every time they see the club they left out bad. Like it, they, mm -hmm. they will hide behind the masses and try not to be seen. Those are those are two things that I've seen in a couple of times that I've seen that, and it so, it's a so fucking mess. You, I'll tell you what I've seen, and this is uh, interesting. They don't even have to be put out bad, just put out. And uh, I've noticed a lot of clubs have taken our guys, you know, they that that we don't, okay, th this ain't a fit. Uh, so uh, it's it's time to to part ways. I mean, person doesn't have to be put out bad to to be put out. You just you know no longer good for us anymore. Uh, and I've yeah. seen clubs just suck those guys in. Sometimes, you know, I've seen them leave my club with uh, with a with a patch and be in somebody else's club with a a, a, a brand new patch the next damn day. Or I've seen them be out of my club today and prospecting for another club the next day. I want to announce that I left Black Sabbath, and they'll do it all on Facebook and stuff. I want to announce that I left Black Sabbath, and from now on, I'm such and such, and and uh, and, and they're a prospect. Uh, yeah. And I was like, boy, I don't remember getting a call on that guy. But my thing is, like, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy you got him. I'm just so happy. <laughs> so, you know what? You can hear the hey, replay you know of this. On. Let me tell you this, because Spotify and all he, that good wife stuff, guys. Ride with us, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and his his ass always hurt on a long run, uh, and and his back was all crumped up, and we'd have to be waiting at the gas station every thirty minutes for uh, every time we stopped when he would ride with us, and uh his job wouldn't let him come to the so if that's the guy you got and i like it well i love it when they cross over to y'all side i'd be like man i can't wait till y'all get into an altercation with one of them cats that that wouldn't last over here it's gonna be funny and then i just you know grab my popcorn and watch and you know it's a beautiful thing it's like you say uh bone uh they don't last Hey, but you know what well, I, was gonna, I was gonna ask a question for shaggy and bone uh for your experience uh how many people out bad have you seen that there it was their choice to leave the club and never had an issue with the club but then they got a, a, a you know basic maybe an argument because the other person they were mad that he, he was leaving have you had anyone get out bad that way and then would you look at it differently too it was their choice to leave the club and then they yeah. got out bad yeah like oh, later on the club oh, votes you out bad after you leave one of my best friends, he was out of, out of his club for two years and then uh, because of a, uh, a situation I won't get into because it's too well known here, um, they put him out bad and he's been out bad ever since and nobody can explain why. Not even to him. But what's his but, um, I mean, I mean, can, can a club put you out bad after you already left? Apparently so around here. Well, you know, that's not the way it's supposed to go. That's not the way it's supposed um, to go. Because, yeah, it's it's happened like that. But uh, now, you know, every every damn chapter has two or three you know, MC lawyers. And those MC yeah. lawyers, some of them are prosecutors and some of them are defense attorneys. Some are just a bunch so, of um, butthurt crybabies. Well, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to get that's at. What that's, right. what, that's what I meant. <laughs> And that's what I'm trying to get at in regards that um, if the person left bad, you know, like left the, their own will and right. di didn't have any hard any any issues with that club, then later on, 
you know you hear that's more of a spat and and that's where i kind of like about actually making sure that everybody gets the right information of what happened because if the person's saying that they're out if the person goes hey he's out bad you think oh he did something really bad and we kicked him out while he was in the club uh rather than the person saying no I, no i left on my own choice but then we got a little argument just because the person was upset that the person left then well then a, a year I later I got to tell you this one thing, though, uh, to, for clarification purposes. So I know uh, for those of us that wear that jewelry and um, Black Dragon, you kind of alluded to it a little earlier. The deal is this, is that when you come to certain clubs, the intention is for that to be your last club. Mm -hmm. So if you decide, hey, I need to lay down my I don't, I'm not talking about you got sick or you lost your job or your life's falling apart or whatever. That's different. But I mean, if you like, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling it no more. I don't want to do this no more. Uh, wh whatever the damn reason is, you lay your rags down and say, hey, I'm out. Yeah. No problem. Fine. You're out. But if two years later you go to uh, the club down the street and you're like, hey, you know, I think I'm ready to get back on my motorcycle and I want to join you Walmart riders or whatever the hell. Well, guess what? No, screw that. No, you can't. <laughs> You you are already with your last club. You yeah. should have just sold uh, you your don't know what you just started with this Walmart Riders Walmart, thing. Walmart, Walmart. <laughs> I'm making Fairfield, a shirt tomorrow. Arkansas is going to be the first chapter. <laughs> they were fucking no Walmart. There, there, there's a story behind that Walmart Riders. I'm going to tell you guys one day. There, there's a story behind the Walmart Riders. If I see one, I'm going to say Big Bone endorsed. <laughs> I, I know what you see question from. <laughs> I, you know what though? Out here we we got one percent clubs, and uh, we have we never really have a member get put out unless it's some bullshit, and it's only one dude that I can we have to touch up for some shit, and he couldn't come back. But we have members that they want to uh they want to go step up. You know what I mean? They want to step up to the uh, one percent lifestyle, and when they do, it's always sad to see them go. You know what I'm saying? You love this dude. You've been, you've been around him. There's a couple of my members. One of my members I knew when he was like 19, 20. I've known him his whole life. And he says, I want to leave your family to go start. What do you do? Do you get upset? Nah, you say, do your thing. You know what I mean? Give it the waiting period of time and do your thing, what you got to do, and you wish him the best. Some people want to go, and you know it ain't cut out for him because, like you say, you are who you are when you got here. Just because right. you put on a new jacket don't change who you are. But people don't realize that. And then they get it. It's like everybody want to be in the rock and roll band, right? Because they, <laughs> they they see the band go, get hit, they do coke. But they don't realize what come along with being in the rock and roll band. It ain't just being mm -hmm. the lead singer playing guitar. So that's a life lesson that they got to learn. Yeah. But what you got, what we got to, I have to do, and my leadership have to do, one, we want to get people that want to be here forever, right? We don't want people to come and go because we don't want a revolving door. We're trying to build something, build a family, right? So we just got to make an atmosphere like you said, Bone. You know what this was when you got here. You know we had to be at the clubhouse. You knew we had mandatory rides. So ain't nothing different than when you started. So maybe either just just ain't for you or you need to take a break. But we just been fortunate that we haven't had to put anybody out bad except one dude. And if I told you that story... It'd be a movie. Y'all would think it was a movie. <laughs> well, I wanna I, I, I'm, 
I want hey, to... well, let me, this is a good one, though. I, you got to hear this because I told Dragon my one story about slapping somebody. Dragon said he would have caught me at the freeway and beat my ass. He said <laughs> why he was beat me because I done learned it don't, you can sock anybody, right? But when you just slap fire off somebody, it changed the whole perspective. Well, let me tell you this one you story. You smacked a bitch. Hey, look at this story. You guys don't love this. This is the only guy ever been put out bad. One of our mandates when we came here is that we don't want to sell drugs. We're here for the community. Um, everything Ice Cold Riders do is for our community, right? I grew up in L.A. Nobody ever gave me shit. So we started we started campaigning here. We do Ice Cold Christmas where the kids come take pictures. We raise the money for it. We do pics for kids. Uh, we give away presents in the park, barbecue, all this bomb shit. We don't sell no dope, traffic no white women, do no methamphetamines, right? <laughs> this boy... <laughs> run around and was trying to sell methamphetamines. The cold part about it, he walked to Shaggy. Shaggy and your girl have a problem. As soon as you leave, he talked to your girl, hey, give me a cuddle. I was like, what? So we find out about it. So you know what we do? Everybody that this dude got affected, he affected. And it's like we got clubs here in our city. We called them all to the clubhouse, right? I said, hey, man, check this out. You did such and such and such and such. You're going to have to see. Boop, bop, boop, bop, boop. Went around with everybody. Called my VP a bitch. Boop, bop, boop, bop, boop. Went around with everybody. Then the dude that he's shaggy, I said, we done with him. He said he wanted to cut of your wife. You want to see him? No, I'll see him later. Take your shit off and get the fuck up out of here. That's that's the only dude that that's the only dude that ever, that ever got put out bad. Because I'm not selling no methamphetamines. I'm 50 years old. I want to do something good for a kid. I want my club's legacy to be. These dudes came from all over the United States, came to North Dakota, and put back in the community. Didn't take from it. Every now and then, I wish it was Sons of Anarchy where I had a porn studio and some guns, but it don't work that way. <laughs> we <laughs> all want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every now and then. Yeah. My thing is, too, that I actually made a video called Bitchlings Will Always Be Bitchlings. Because I was trying to be more PC because YouTube took it off first. But, you know, bitch will always be a bitch. Um, no matter what patch they wear. And that's where you see some guys are in a club they belong, but they see this big club that they're like, hey, I like the, the respect they get in the power field of that patch. And then they leave their current club, which is probably the best fit they have. And then they go to a club they have no business being part of, and they hide behind that. And it's the same motherfucker that you looked at. You're like, this guy was a freaking pussy-ass bitch to begin with. He's still a bitch, but now he's wearing someone else's patch. And... Nowadays, you start seeing other clubs where you're like, you know, they're they're not as hard as you think. I mean, the, it's the same person. But now people are scared of that person, and he thinks it's because of him, but it's not. Uh, and and you see a lot of people jumping clubs more for the um, clubs that are probably on the news more or something, and they they like that. They're feeling that they belong to something like that for some reason. Um, it's, it's what we call we call it the three P's. The three P's. Is a hold on. My daughter just came over here. I don't want anyway. The three P's <laughs> you can imagine what the first yeah, one is, <laughs> yeah. So, the okay, no, all right, she's gone. All right, so it's uh, <laughs> the three P's are, are pussy, power, and protection. And if you got to come to my club because you need to get any one of those three and you can't do it on your own, we got no, we got no you place. Wrong fucking place. Think about it. you know, you started something, power, uh, protection. Going, uh, 
Triple P's. Says he's uh, he's going to start writing for Amazon so they can beef with the Walmart. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I think Denver put in there. About I heard about that. Well, I, got, I wanted to play devil's advocate right here with uh, Big Oh, Man. I hate the devil's advocate. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, just, I wasn't going to say this, but y'all know that uh, Amazon just patched over uh, – uh, big lots. Well, here's my uh, here's my like here's my question. You said that people that go join a club, that's the one they should stick with and be at, and that should be their deal. But w- does that apply when they're not in a one percenter club but want to jump up? Does that apply? Look, it's like this with me. If you think that that's for you, go ahead. Because the way I feel, it's like, okay, if you want to say, give you a good analogy. If if the MC world was basketball, right, or baseball, we the, my club, we not one percenters, but we the, the top of the top of the top of what you can get. So, of course, people want to pick, cherry pick what we got. And if you think that's for you, do your thing. But I promise you, if you ain't. Man, I'm 190 pounds. I'm 50 years old, and I chunk him. If a dude, somebody in my club say, hey, da-da-da-da, and I call him out, and he don't want to get down with me, how the hell are you going to get down when it comes time for the get down? 